is going on, Suns fans? Justin Let's go! As <laughs> yes, always. Well, is one of my podcasting partners. Can you guess which one that was? Reveal yourself. Uh, yes, that was me, guys. Paul is... That, I was just excited for Paul because I think he just got in touch with the CenturyLink people to fix his internet. I have That's heard that Paul is, is finally moving away from the dial-up and getting, you know, internet. <laughs> I don't understand this. Paul's Paul's not with us. It's 9 o'clock because he has to call CenturyLink to try to get someone to fix his internet right now. <laughs> I feel like he's fighting an uphill battle, right? But anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll try to get updates throughout this episode. He just didn't want it. Like, this is just a bad excuse, I think. But hey, guess what? I'm here. You're here. You're here. The third you're being whoever it is listening right now. And of course, I don't think I've said this yet, but welcome to this. Have I? Welcome to this episode of Fanny of the Flames, the OG Phoenix Suns podcast that is made for the fans. That's you guys by the fans. That is us. And of course, you know that Dan is here. We know that Paul's not here because his internet's broken. At least he's not too sweepy this time. That's all I have to say. But make sure to follow all of us on Twitter. Nonetheless, I'm at so says Jay Dan. Oh, uh, I no am uh, no longer on Twitter, but you can follow my friends at Buffalo Trace. Why are you, are, Buffalo you still, Trace are you still whiskey. doing that whole thing? What's that? Are you still doing that whole thing where you're like, I'm not doing Twitter? No, I'm 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 still doing that. Yeah, I mean, I I, I might I might just let the 30 days run out and never go back. I, I feel like you're not going to do that. And and and, and I just want to say, I, I got some weird thing going on with my AirPods here, so I don't know if I got cut in or out right there. But anyway, if I came across weird, heh, weirder than usual, that was why. Hey, um, how far have we gotten into this intro so far? Where are we at? Oh, make sure to follow Dan no longer on Twitter. That's right. But did you say follow who? At Buffalo Trace. The official, unofficial sponsor of Fanning the Flames, Fanning which could Flames. be can be found on Twitter at Fan the Flames NBA. And Paul, even though he's not here, I will let you all know he is still at Dervish of Whirl. Um, Dan, shall we hop in to our nine game winning streak Phoenix Suns? I don't know. That was not really an adjective, but that, you know what I'm saying, right? The Phoenix yeah. Suns are currently on a nine game winning streak. Should we talk about some of that stuff? Our streaking Suns, if you will. Let's 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 start though before we start talking about this streak with a little anniversary. Happy anniversary, Dan. Do you know what the anniversary is today? Uh, today being November 16th? Do you really not know? You Oh, they, I do know. Oh, this you're not on Twitter. The, today is the day that the Suns signed Chris Paul or they traded for Chris Paul. Today is the 1-year anniversary of that trade. The trade that brought the point god to Phoenix and sent Kelly Oubre. Who else was it? Ricky, Ricky Rubio, Rubio, Ty Jerome, Jalen LeCue. Yep. And a future 2022 first round pick. To OKC, and then they scattered okay. elsewhere from there. Yes. Correct. But yep. one year ago today. And, dude, it's it doesn't it feel longer? I feel like it feels way longer than a year. You know, it's great. Yesterday, um, I saw that I was on ESPN. What was that? Was it on ESPN? Maybe it was on Instagram. 
Um, yesterday was the one-year anniversary of the Hale Murray when Murray threw it to D-Hop against the Bills. And that's when I was like, holy shit, that's been a year. And I was like, hold on, wait a minute. That means tomorrow Chris Paul is the anniversary Chris Paul got signed. Because it was that Monday. Can you imagine? Like, I'm trying to think back to that Monday. The Chris Paul trade goes through and the Cardinals look like they were about to fucking <laughs> win their division and go on to the playoffs. And, of course, we know how that ended. But not well for anyone really in no, the end no. i mean not even for I, the sons maybe maybe we don't need to be that negative but obviously could have ended on a higher note but hey speaking of notes wait that didn't really make sense but <laughs> speaking of higher notes the suns are on a nine game winning streak and little little known piece of trivia dan did you know that that ranks for being tied at 285th longest in the history of the NBA? Yeah. Yeah. Did you know that? You're not paying attention, are you? I, I, I know, but I mean, I know now because you told me, but how did they figure that out? Is there just a bunch of teams that are all No, I literally, I, I, I used StatHead and ran, <laughs> looked oh. for how many teams have done it as well, um, or, right, or right, how right. many teams have equaled it, you know? Uh, but at any rate, in all seriousness, it is the ninth time, or I believe, yeah, the ninth time Suns team has done this. And, uh, you know, it, it, I feel like it's, what, three weeks ago when I felt like I was moments away from turning into the uh, self-loathing fan in Major League Two, even though you haven't seen that movie, right? No. Right. That was two weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks ago, even more recently. I had to get talked off a ledge. Oh, is that our secret, super secret episode? No, that was three weeks ago. It was a super secret okay. episode. Two weeks ago, we actually talked you off the ledge. It was after the Pelicans game, I believe. And, when they were down by it, 20 at the first half. And here we are. Now, everything seems, well, I mean, kind of peachy keen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, of these games were closer than they would have liked, but a win is a win, man. And trust me, if you can win, I'd rather win ugly and have a ring than, you know, win pretty and be two wins shy of a championship. So <laughs> sign me up. You know, and that's I'm happy you kind of said that, because speaking of ugly, um, the game last night against the Timberwolves. Well, full disclosure, I only saw like the last four minutes because I was doing my typical Monday night of driving all over the city of Scottsdale slash Phoenix shuttling my children around for various sport practices, but I could tell from the box score that it was not exactly a pretty game. The last few minutes weren't so bad. That's what I actually ended up catching. But ultimately, those wins are are, are wins that a team absolutely needs. And when you look at games like that, let's look at that Minnesota game last night. The Suns played the night before in Houston. Houston to Minnesota back to back. That's not exactly like, you know, LA to Denver, LA to Denver, LA to Golden State or LA, LA to San to Francisco, you know. I mean, we're talking 1200 miles. I am I don't know how long of a flight that is, but That's I can't imagine I can't imagine there are a whole lot of teams and actually it's something maybe maybe I'll look at this and try to try to ascertain but I can't imagine that there are a whole lot of other teams that have back-to-backs where there's a 1,200-mile flight in between. I mean, that's 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 quite a bit, especially. And then you look at this week's schedule and see we're playing the the the, the Mavs twice at home. 
and there's a yeah, day off in between. It's weird. Like, <laughs> and it's funny, too, because, I mean, you think about it, we can almost as a reflex now kind of go, oh, well, it's quirky scheduling because, oh, wait, no, there really shouldn't be any more quirky scheduling, right? Yet here yeah. we are. No, there really shouldn't. I mean, it's it's weird, right? They had they have a couple back to backs here coming up because um, Friday's a back to back with Saturday in Denver. So, you know, it almost seems like they got the short end of the or short end of the stick. Um, but I don't mind it because we've gotten to see a lot of Suns basketball in the last week or so, and they've all been wins. So yeah, well, it, and and you know, kind of to to the 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 point of where I was kind of going or trying to go is you look at that game last night and there's so much there that gave them every excuse to lose um, or to allow themselves to lose. You know, they had the game the night before, had the long trip, had had a, obviously not a great start to the game. I mean, there was, it, it was just an abysmal offensive performance, I guess you can say really all around. And every reason to not have energy and to basically let a team that, you know, perhaps is a little hungrier, if you will, because they're not as, you know, successful of a, of a team, which is kind of funny to still say about the Suns. But there I am. Uh, pull out a game like that. But ultimately, the Suns walk in there and extend that win streak to nine. And even though it's an ugly win, again, those are the kind of game games that are, I hate to say, it, but character building, dare I say, right? I mean, I was thinking more along the line lines of uh, the games that just show you that they are championship contenders, um, championship pedigree, if you will. Right? That's what they always say. And Eddie Johnson kind of mentioned that, you know, yesterday. I think they were down by like five with like four minutes left, and they hadn't been scoring much, so the lead seemed, I don't know, larger. Um, and he said it. He's like. You think this? He's like, you think this? this the Suns are going to be phased by this? You're wrong. I mean, they went through this in the playoffs, and that's where. And he's like, that's where you're going to see the difference. And you can see it because, I mean, to be honest, with you, since that point, Minnesota kind of shit the bed, and the Suns kind of just took over, um, and really shouldn't have been in the position where they had a chance to. Yeah. Tie because Book the missed end. a free throw, right? Book missed a free throw, and it just it was. It, it's weird all the way around, but 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 you know to to that point though uh, to to what you were saying that Eddie had said EJ had said look at the composure that the Suns maintained in those last moments in that last possession in particular when they got that offensive rebound um, they being the uh, the Timberwolves wasn't it um, uh, what's his name uh, Edwards. Edwards he was the one that got the board right and and they're down by two. And he decides he's going to try to step back to get to a three three point the three point <laughs> line, whether he was going for the win or whether he lost track of the score, who knows? But either way, Jay ended up with the ball, and that really sealed the game for this son. So you think about it, you have on one hand you have a inexperienced young player who's either making a foolish decision or making a foolish mistake, and then the other hand you have Jay Crowder, a seasoned veteran, savvy in his own right who takes advantage of it and then goes to the line after getting an intentional foul and truly seals the game for the Suns. Uh, and, and again, to, to your point, those are games that championship teams win. Those are games that are heartbreaking losses for teams like the Suns 
from 2010 to 2019, give or take, right? Um, but we see different outcomes, and it's funny. I mean, was there? Let me ask you this question, Dan. Especially you being you, and <laughs> you having the uncanny ability to talk losses into existence. Did you have any feeling last night during that game at any point that the Suns were not going to win? First of all, I never speak losses into existence. You guys made mm-hmm. that shit up. I see how things, I see things as how they are, right? And I hate to say it, in the first fucking quarter, I was like, this game is looking kind of ugly. I don't think, I think the Suns are going to, they already came out flat. I don't think they're going to pull this one off. I, on the other hand, also didn't realize how much the Silver Wolves sucked. And that kind of changed things for me going to the second quarter. I was like, if they keep it close, they're going to pull it out at the end. Because this team is just, they're just not good, man. And, um, dude, D'Angelo Russell, oof. I'm so glad. I'm so Buzz, glad your girlfriend. Woof. Um, so you had a fleeting moment of perhaps I I say I, I won't I won't say I won't say doubt, a fleeting moment of concern, perhaps? Concern, yeah. Concern. But nothing that more than sleep. that, I would say. So yeah. again, the confidence that, that you have in the team that and we all should, frankly, because like EJ said, like we're saying here, they've they've been there. And they're going to maintain their composure and they're going to hopefully take advantage of teams that they should be taken advantage of. And, you know, when they were one in three, and this is something we talked about, I believe, on that episode, uh, I had mentioned the fact that the eight of the next 10 games that they had coming up were against teams that had a total combined winning percentage of 375 last year. Or not a total. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, a total combined. And that it was a good time for the team to start, you know, clicking. Because obviously they were trying to figure things out with that one and three start. Well, I'd say going nine and one after that is is exactly what they should be doing, and that's something that you know raised some concerns at least for me early on in the season. And that's were they going to start losing the teams that they should be beating? Were they going to play down to competition? And we saw them do that a ton last year, and it looked like in the first couple of games that they might be doing that. But then obviously here they are. On a nine-game win streak, and we haven't even mentioned the fact that DA's missed the majority of that win streak and and did come back last night and looked great. Um, But, again, just just a different level of confidence in this team, knowing that they're going to be able to go through even these, you know, these valleys, (laughs) no pun intended, uh, uh, when they're shooting woes, off nights, wonky travel schedules and still be able to compete and not only compete, but win games that perhaps, you know, you would expect them to lose and, and frankly could even forgive the loss. Right. I mean, if they would have lost a game last night, I would feel no different about them today. I don't think that I feel about them now because all right, it, it is what it is, but they didn't. And all of a sudden the, the, the crazy, uh, the craziness of, you know, those low 60 win predictions are, Starting to sound a little <laughs> less crazy, right? Yeah, man. Um, it's funny. And, I mean, uh, Sacramento is a team they should have beaten. But that was such a weird game. Were you oh, at yeah. that game with me? No. That's right. I went by myself. Um, <laughs> oh. 
That little last interjection is kind of sad. <laughs> yeah, it really was. Sorry to bum that um, out. But anyway. Um, I, 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 you didn't ask. Did you ask me? No, no. I just didn't know if that was a game we were both at. I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. Oh, hey, by the so, way, Paul has a tech schedule for Saturday in case you wanted an update. Anybody? Everybody out there. Uh, oh, he also gave us permission to start without him. So we're good. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Thank God. Appreciate it, Paul. Um, <laughs> Love you. Yeah, man, I, it's it's crazy because, I mean, I've, and you know me, like you said, me being me, I, I, sometimes I worry about the team. And I had that same feeling last night. And I was like, they're, they're on an eight-game win streak. They played last night. They look like shit. They're trying to get DA back in the rotation. It was all the excuses to just write it off, right? You know, yeah. Just kind of, it's, you know, it, every excuse in the book uh, or every reason to not win that game. And they still came out. And a part of it is just because Chris Paul's a fucking maniac. And that guy's just fucking awesome. Um, what do you have? 19 in the fourth quarter, in the fourth quarter, him and Devin Booker put on a fucking clinic, dude. It was ridiculous. They really did. Bo- and, and book is really book is starting to really feel himself, man. And I, for one, I'm totally here for it. So, all for it. All for it. Yeah, dude. And that's, you know, it's been a couple times this season. What game? I think the, uh, gosh, what game? Now now I'm I'm doing the same thing. I can't remember what game it was, but it might have been one of the games that I, that, that what, what game were we at? What game was that? I can't even remember. That was uh, Denver, the opener. Oh, that was the opener? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought we saw each other at a different game. No? Okay. Well, anyway. Um, I, I feel like it, there have been a couple of times this season, in addition to last night, where CP has kind of been meh through the first three quarters and then turned it on in the fourth quarter. And you know, you and, know when that was? It's when we lost, when he had two points going into the fourth, and then he ended up with 14 because he. That's right. One more. <laughs> that's right i love that you're like when we lost and i'm like oh that's not really proving my point then but you meant we as in you and i because we had bet he would have over 14 and a half that game yes yeah <laughs> i knew i knew there was there was some connection there was some <laughs> connection between you and i, and I it was I not a game I, we were at it was a game yeah. that we witnessed um but it was uh i think that was actually the new orleans game we were referencing earlier yeah no i, I think you're probably right so but at any rate, I mean, we've, we've seen CP do that a couple of times this year, which I don't know if that's an indication of, I, I feel like in that game, it was almost like, at least as I recall it, my thought process was he was just trying to get other guys going because we were still at the point where we weren't playing all that well, right? We had just beaten the Cavs, but things weren't clicking entirely just yet. So he's sitting there being the leader that he is saying, okay, before I get mine, I want to try to get all these other guys going and, and it, and it started to work a little bit, but then in the fourth, he had to obviously turn it on. Now, last night I wasn't really, again, I, I didn't watch uh, a lot of the early part of the game, but it seems to me like that was probably more just a situation where everything was just off the first three quarters. And then finally he just started him and book just started to kind of heat up because that's what they're going to do. Yeah, that's that's basically what it was. And by the way, that wasn't the uh, New Orleans game we were referencing. It was the Portland game. Um, yeah, that last actually we could go today when we last recorded. Well, then we might be actually talking about two different games entirely. Whatever game it was, my thought process applies. 
You're and right. whatever, right. and and the Portland game, my heartbreak still also applies from from losing out on the bet by one point. But at any yeah. rate, that any sucks. Rate. <sighs> yeah. So that's pretty much that. Pretty much sums it up. I mean, it was the first three quarters were ugly. Da actually really kept the minute. He was. I think I saw something where he was like he was six for eight at one point, and the sun like the rest of the Suns were like six for like nineteen or something crazy like that. Ew. So it was Gross. it was ugly for sure. Um, you know they had Carl uh, Anthony Towns made a bunch of threes, got really excited and celebrated before the game was over. So now he looks dumb, but um, I know, I heard that, and, and and again I didn't see it, but apparently like was he really being far more? Oh yeah, dude. I wonder yeah. what that was all about. Uh, you know, maybe he's trying to show off to the team so that some of these like crazy Suns fans like want to trade. He's for on him. Twitter. He's on Twitter seeing all these trade rumors, and he's like, "And when I say trade rumors, I mean like concocted by you know Twitter heads, right? Not yeah. like real rumors." And he's like, "Oh snap! I better show. Oh, they say Da's not fiery enough. I'll show them. They'll make that team want me. I don't know. Well, well, or maybe he, he was excited because it was his birthday." Eh, nah, you don't, you know, once you turn 21, that kind of goes out the window. But anyway, no, I, I think, and you know, what's crazy is you say that, but I think we brought this up on the last pod. He actually liked, somebody said something about Cat to the Suns confirmed. That's and he right. liked it. So he liked it to eat. And then like the next day was and like, then oh, he said guys, he I hacked. changed my password. <laughs> That's right. We talked about that. He was like, oh, I got hacked. And we were like, why didn't you just say, oh, I accidentally liked it instead of concocting this hacked thing? Because I I feel like somebody wouldn't hack your your Twitter and be like, I'm going to like this one tweet. And <laughs> Booyah! <laughs> Although, oh speaking of Twitter, Dan, I saw on there that you're apparently a Dodgers fan, actually. Is this true? I no, didn't that's see definitely not the case. Go fuck yourselves, <laughs> all of you. <laughs> you should come back to Twitter. You know, I did angrily the group chat after that because that actually did. Really pissed me off. Because I don't <laughs> like when people say that I do. Like, I went, I went right, I went right through the, for the throat, bro. I'm sorry, I did. I'm just trying to get you to come back. Twitter's not the same without you. I, I highly doubt that, but anyway, yeah, man. Uh, he's Carlin Thing Towns. He's look. I, I don't know. I don't get the fascination with some. I was on that boat at one point. And I think a lot of people were until we saw what we saw from DA last uh, in the in the playoffs last year. You still want Carl Anthony Towns, man? If you look at that guy, just watching the entire game, there was one play where, like, Edwards just like went one on one, and Cat as soon as like Edwards started going in on his move, he started walking to the other end of the fucking. Uh, <laughs> really? Yes, dude. It was so bad. So he just was like, oh, so, and I think, I don't, I forget who it that was. It doesn't seem like that would fit the Suns culture very well, Daniel. No, no, it certainly wouldn't. And I mean, if, I don't if, think CP would like, man, holy shit. Imagine, oh, imagine, God. just imagine. No, I mean, it'd be another Jimmy Butler situation. Wait, what? What Jimmy Butler situation? When he was on Minnesota and he was calling out. Oh, I thought you meant with I thought you meant with CP3. I was like, wait, what happened? Hold on. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yeah, man. I don't want cat here. I don't. Hey, I I wish people would stop doing that. Oh, God. Like. 
the the the, the, the trade stuff. We just got to. Uh, you know, I'm not even gonna. I am not even going to acknowledge it with with a discussion here. I'm gonna ask you this question though. Have you ever heard of the Curse of Oak Island? No, but it sounds creepy, and I'm here for it. Oh, it's like this treasure hunting show on the History Channel. That's on. Oh, dude, you have. Oh, Dan. Dude, don't fucking. Don't talk to me about treasure hunting shows, dude. I'm (laughs) all in. Well, let me just tell you this. Like, I mean, seen the Count of Monte Cristo. The movie, yeah. Yeah, but this the, is the like a real, one, not, the, not the classic. But these the dudes are like one. real, like they're like there's supposed to be a treasure on this island off the coast of Nova Scotia. <laughs> I literally just did like part of the intro, um, on an island off the coast of Nova Scotia. But anyway, Dude, I'm, there's I'm supposedly the a, a a treasure buried on this island, and these brothers own like a bunch of the island, and it's all about them doing these various different tests and test drill holes and samples from the ground and all of this stuff trying to find this purported treasure but i raise it because i've watched it i do watch it it's on like season nine i'm starting to wonder if they're ever going to find the fucking treasure i'm really worried about it <laughs> that's that's I, real are you that's fucking serious dude? yeah <laughs> oh dude this show's been going forever like wow also, never mind i'm i'm not in i'm not <laughs> Well, if and when they find the treasure, uh, I'll let you know. You can just skip to that episode. How about that? Perfect. Uh, I just saw that on my TV. That's the only reason I threw that out there. I apologize. Oh. Yes. So this pertains to nothing about Carl Anthony Towns and the Suns? I mean, okay. I feel like if traded for Carl Anthony Towns, the next nine years would feel pointless. Ah, the next nine seasons. Hey. See, look, that's exactly I. Although maybe, but there would be hope that there's, but there'd still be hope for treasure at some point. Yeah. Yeah. It would be false hope, I think. But I wouldn't know that until the end. We'd be Buffalo Bills fans. That's my biggest fear. That's my biggest fear of the Suns era that we become, but we become well. That's one the, with uh, the Buffalo Bills fans. Okay, let's stop talking about that stuff. Hey, um, hey, maybe we should get see if we can get sponsored by Stizzy. <laughs> um, yeah, we. I mean, sure, we could try that. Is that that the next move? Is that, are that's the next. That's I don't know. Next if Buffalo movie. Trace is going to like that. Okay, hey, so let me ask you a question. Now, it's the one-year anniversary of Chris Paul being traded to the Suns. Where would you rank Chris Paul in terms of the history of Suns point guards? Oh, he's num- easily number one. Easily number one? Ahead of Steve uh, Nash? Yeah. Okay, not easily. But he's number Here. one? You put him ahead of Steve Nash? He, I will once the Suns win a ring this year. Well, but I'm saying now. Now, no. But you also got to look at it through the lens of his time here is incomplete. So you really can't rank them just yet, right? Sure you can. No, you sure can't because Paul's still here. Okay. That means you can't rank him in the history of Phoenix Suns point guards? 
You know what? I'll rank him. So he's one. he's because Chris Paul's still here. I can't say that he's a better Suns point guard than, oh, I don't know, Isaiah Thomas. That's different, dude. No, but I'm just saying, like, you can still stop. Rank him. Stop turning into a lawyer. Anyway. Actually, if you had I, to, I guess you're not turning into one. You actually are one. <laughs> Look, you just did it to yourself. <laughs> it's like the Animorphs. You just lawyered yourself. Think about that. Anyway, so you know what? Yes, he's number one in my book. Oh. Number one in your heart? Steve Nash never went to a finals. So would that tie CP3 then with like KJ? No. He went to a finals. Yeah, but KJ wasn't an MVP candidate that year. That's because he had the MVP on his team. Exactly. So, wow. Like, that's pretty... I feel like that's aggressive, putting him ahead of Steve Nash. I mean, I get the... I get the... He went to the finals thing, but... I mean, people are going to hate me for it. Um, Espo is going to go into cardiac arrest if he hears this, but... Okay, so... Where does he rank? Love you. Chris Paul? Yeah, so 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 you you're put you really so you're legit yes. putting him ahead of Steve Nash. Legit. I and I guess I was gonna my follow up question was gonna be would you put him ahead of Steve Nash just in the overall scheme of point guards in history? But I would assume if you're gonna put him ahead of him as a son, you're gonna put him ahead I, of him overall as well. I think I don't. I think he's. I think the only one that's better is Magic. The only point guard, so Chris Paul, the second. I mean, I haven't thought that deep into this, but Stockton. Mm. I mean, he is the NBA is the NBA yeah. career leader in assists, right? Yeah, no one's catching that, but that's that's fine. Chris Paul could if he plays like another nine years. Not okay, yeah, not nine, yeah. but you know. Eh, wait, didn't we? Probably. Wait, were we talking? Oh no, we were talking about he could pass. He could get up to two if he goes like another year, yeah, two seasons. He'll pass, of- he'll pass. Who is it? Jason Kidd, number two. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I just automatically. I said yeah, very confidently. I have zero reason to believe that, but I also have zero reason to doubt it, Daniel. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's it's Jason Kidd. Um, look, man, I I look at it very easily. Um, Granted, I was four years old when Kevin Johnson played in the finals, but just going off of, you know, what is said. No, you don't have to actually justify to me that your ranking of Chris Paul above Kevin Johnson. That was more tongue in cheek because you're saying. I I know. Hey, but I don't want to leave any stuff. I love KJ. KJ was like one of my favorite sons when I was. Oh, yeah, me too. Me too. I, I mean, I have a picture with KJ from a game like two years ago. And I he was just like my, sitting down the hall. I yes, you, my, you my followed house. him home. Oh, I did. Goodness, sure I did funny. not. My mother did. I'll tell you one thing: crazier or, or, or more concerning than a stalker is like a crazy Filipino lady that wants to stalk you. Just ask Joe Coy. Yeah, it's true. Everything <laughs> Joe Coy says about Filipino mothers apparently is just universal because it applies. Every which way to my mom, but yeah, I anyway. got tickets to go see him in February. I can't wait. Um, yeah. So the thing with Chris Paul and and Steve Nash is, I remember those Suns years vividly, man. For for me, 
as a Suns fan, that's the first time the Suns were truly great. I didn't get the chance to go through the mid-90s with the Suns. I was too young, unfortunately. I started watching basketball towards the tail end of that, right before they traded Charles Barkley. Um, the Nash years, however, I was Is, elbows was deep. Oh, you right before. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, elbows deep, man, in, in the whole Nash era because that's, I mean, I was in high school. I was playing ball. I was... I was in, man, and I was met with nothing but heartbreak. And every one of those playoff series. Wait, what year were you born? Eighty-nine. Oh, okay. Every one of those Go playoff on. series with the seven seconds or less Suns was 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 hard. It's almost like it was difficult to feel joy because it was so intense and so heartbreaking at the same time. So. I associate Steve Nash with a lot of heartache with pain with fucking pain. Not any, not like the pain I felt last season after the Suns blew a two, nothing lead in the finals, mind you. However, beating the Lakers, sweeping the nuggets, fucking, you know, beating the, the, the Clippers being at the game, you know, with the alley-oop with the value where Aiden put it in and, won us the game at, with 0.9 seconds left, you know, seeing them celebrate after game six and then having them come, come to that, uh, reading here and, uh, here at Sky Harbor, that was amazing. And then it, there was game two of the final. You mean, you mean that all, was amazing for you to see on video because you yes, weren't there with me. I, I wasn't there. Yes, I know. I, I, I got work and I got a kid, man. It's tough. I, I, I know you do too. <laughs> Well, you, but you, you, you actually have anybody that knows me out there knows exactly the look I just gave him when he said I had to work (laughs) and I have a kid. Uh, I also, I also was very intoxicated, so I couldn't drive (laughs) anyway. So, um, so yeah, man. And then, uh, you know, you wrap it all up with game two when like everybody was there, right? I mean, our boy, Jersey came in, we fucking, (laughs) we were we were partying till literally two to two, three o'clock in the morning. We just got a two Oh in the bucks. And we thought, I mean, I certainly thought that we were going to be raising that trophy. We didn't. Um, but I got to feel a lot of joy last season that I've never felt with the sun team. So I feel like that little piece there coupled in with, you know, Chris Paul making it to a finals and Steve Nash never being able to get over the hump. Yes. That, that part is what, Puts Chris Paul in front of Steve Nash for me. Let me ask you this question, and I don't want to go down like a, a dark path here, a uh, podcast of optimism, right? But I promise you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn this into an optimistic, uh, in, 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 an optimistic Dude, way. Even if you, if you go, don't you give want, me an optimistic response, you, no. bear with you want to go dark. We can go dark, buddy. I'm here okay. for it. Oh boy! All right. I don't know what that meant entirely. I feel like there's another level there we can explore, but let's unpack that later, okay? Um, and I, you don't need to, I, I won't point out any particular elimination from that seven seconds or less era, but just as a general proposition, did you find our eliminations back then to be more painful than this one last year? Or because this one last year was in the finals, did that ultimately cause you more heartache than those losses back in the mid 2000s yes 
Yes, to what? La, 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 last year, nothing will ever compare. To I, I, I'm still, I'm still not over it, dude. I'm still not. There's times when I con- when I spontaneously, spontaneously <laughs> combust on our own fucking podcast and just yell out like I have Tourette's or something. Yes, we. I've noticed that. I just wasn't sure. Maybe, maybe you you did that for years after the seven seconds or less era, also, but eventually got into your system. Now let me let me give you a little positive spin on this. For me, honestly, last year's elimination didn't hurt as much as some of those ones from the two thousands, particularly the yeah suspension check right yeah yeah and 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 here's why I Back feel like then, that was taken from us. Yeah, well, it was a it absolutely one hundred percent was, but but back then we blew it always one. felt like we still had the spurs in our way, no matter what. I, I I just felt like they were this kryptonite that that team was just you know if we were going to get past it was going to take something that was going to be you know earth shattering. This team, I look and I'm like, yeah, we lost in the finals last year, but I'm still not concerned about any team in the NBA. I'm really not. And I I still think this team, if and when clicking on all cylinders, because they're still not. They're not. I mean, like we said, D.A. just came back last night. Cam Johnson, we can talk about him. He's been disappointment. I'll, I'll say it. Cameron, my boy, I love you. I'm not mad. I'm disappointed, okay? They're not clicking on all cylinders, man, but when they are, and they will be, I, I think Cam's going to snap out of He's too good of a shooter not to. He's too good of an all-around player not to. But when they start clicking, I mean, it, it's going to be – there's a reason why I said this team is going to win 63 games this year. Did I say 63 or did you say 63 and I said 64? I, did, I said 62. Okay, so I said 63. There's a reason for that because I think this team – has barely barely we've barely seen what this team is capable of from last year you know and now we've added pieces we're still waiting to see exactly what this team's capable of and i think that they're going to be a force um more so than they already are because i mean they're sitting there number two in the west a familiar place for us unfamiliar though of course is the number one seed dan who is that bra <laughs> I'm, this is not going to turn into a Warriors rant, dude. Um, I think I got that out of my system mm-hmm. in our group chat. Seth but, Curry's okay. a fucking douche, by the way. <laughs> and I'm gonna, you and know, I, I can't stand Seth Curry, and I hate. Oh my god, how can you not love Steph? Fuck Steph. No, I don't. I don't like him. He's not on my team, and he's. he's I, I hate that he gets painted as like, whoa, he's so humble. No, he's not. He's one of the least humble guys in the NBA. So. That's accurate. Stop with that shit. Yeah. Well, that's that's fine. But let me let me ask you this question. Let's let's look at it a more of a on a basketball level because this. I'm the, so not the, good the, on the Spurs talk, by the way. Let's oh. we'll put a pin in that one. Oh, okay, okay. The the Warriors did uh, manhandle the the Nets tonight. They beat them one seventeen ninety nine. Um. And I know we it, it's it's been talked about on Twitter, and I think everyone's pretty pretty aware of it. The Warriors haven't exactly had a difficult schedule, and obviously, obviously the Suns Suns have not either. But in from what you've seen with the Warriors, I know Dan, you earlier this year expressed pretty much zero concern about them. I I, I generally did the same thing, but. Are you starting to get a little bit worried about the Warriors? Do you think they're going to actually be a force to be reckoned with, or do you think they're 
riding the, the coattails of Steph having a hot start to the season for the most part outside of, I think the other night he had an off game um, and, and a relatively light schedule thus far. Yeah. Uh, 100%. And people, I know people think that Jordan Poole is the second coming of Steph Curry. And listen, just because I think Steph Curry's a douche doesn't mean I don't think he's a great player. He's fucking right. phenomenal. Greatest shooter of all time. Um, hands down. My thing with the Warriors is, am I worried about them? I'm worried that they might just ride this hot streak, you know, as a number one seed all the way to the playoffs. But am I worried about them in the playoffs? No. Who's going to guard DA? Who's going to guard Book? Who's going to guard Chris Paul? Please tell me that. I can't fucking wait. I cannot wait. So Chris Paul gets him on a skits, gets a, a... I always forget this fool's name. Um, Wiseman. I can't wait till he gets him on a switch in the playoffs and just cooks his ass. It, it, am I worried about the Warriors? I'm worried they might block us from the one seed because they're, you know, they want to, for some reason, they have something to prove, even though the national media is all up on their ball sack. And I, I want to talk about that here in a second, too. Um, the national media, not the ball sack. But, <laughs> um, I, I'm Thank not, you for the I'm, clarification. Yeah, yeah, I had to do it. They're what? If they stay in the one seed in the there are some seat, podcasts it's... out there where guests get asked about their ball sacks. So you know, I'm, I'm happy you didn't want to turn us into that. Oh, Dave. Um, <laughs> so, so no, man. I, I'm not worried about them. You know, it, at the worst, we meet them in the Western Conference Finals. And am I going to be worried about a 34 year old, 35 year old Steph Curry? who hasn't played a full season in I don't know how long in the fucking Western Conference Finals, or a Clay Thompson who had two of the most catastrophic injuries a basketball player could have, or Draymond Green and his Jansport backpack that he shoots with. And no, and James Wiseman, who Suns fans actually said was better than DeAndre Ayton at one point last season. Oh, I remember that. Um, no, not worried about it. Not worried about Jordan Poole. I'm not worried about fucking 89 year old Andre Iguodala. No, I'm not. Just stop. And, and, and while I'm at it, Nick. <laughs> Nick, Nick while Nick I'm Fr- at it, Nick Friedle, fuck that guy. Who's that? So, uh, Nick Friedle, he's an ESPN reporter. He's one of these guys that was just in the right place at the right time, right? He was a reporter for the for the uh, Golden State Warriors, and then they got good, and then you know he just happens to be the guy that's covering the Warriors, right? Like Brian um, Windhorse, how he's oh, like. Gee. Well, I mean, he's kind of just followed LeBron since high school. That's he's what like, I meant. He sold his soul to the devil in high school, so whatever. Um, but but he keeps getting older, and the chicks stay the same age, so that's cool. Yeah, right. So. Oh, you didn't get that reference, did you? I did not know. Okay. Um, Go on. Must have been some terrible eighties movie that <laughs> I don't like. Was that part of the Breakfast Club? Was it? Because that nineties. It was nineties movie, but what movie is it? Um, now I completely blanked on the name of it. Uh, oh my god, Matthew McConaughey. Uh, give me a moment. Keep keep on your thought. I'll, I'll it'll come to me. All right. So. So, yeah, I don't I'm, – I'm not worried about them. But Nick Friedle, Jesus, man. So this guy – it's funny you said Windhorse because he was actually on Windhorse podcast, and he said – started saying he's getting all excited because the Warriors are awesome, right? And, oh, my God, Seth Curry and 
circle jerk there, circle jerk that. And then all of a sudden he's like, he said Hang that. On. Right. That's what I fucking said. <laughs> really offensive. Go on. And then he says, guys, 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 hold on. What team right now is better than the Warriors? And everybody's like, well, it's early and teams aren't complete yet. No, 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 guys. Who? What team? And I'm sitting there yelling, right? Because I'm like, the fucking Suns, bro. But then his reasoning is, you know, yeah, I get it. You know, that Jokic is missing Murray and, you know, the the Jazz, you know, they win a bunch of games in the regular season. We know who Days they are. and confused. The Clippers. The Clippers, you know, they, they're missing Kawhi. I mean, and the Suns. I mean, the Suns, yeah, they went to the finals. but And then he just, like, skipped right over them. But like, you fuck face. So fuck that guy. All right. Well, there. hey, you snuck that in there on us. And that's with an F-U, not a P-H-U. <laughs> For whoever needs to hear du- that. Duly do, noted. Do not, do, do not, please don't name it that. I'll be so upset if you name it the P-H-U-C-K. Du- duly noted. Um, what do you want to say about the Spurs? You said you weren't off that. You said put a pin in it. Let's put that pin. Let's pull that pin out. You forgot. All right. So I, I get what no. you're saying that they were like the team. The thing that I heard so much about last season, right, is the Spurs were that team we could never get past. They were like it was like a wall that was right there and we could never push through. Right. I felt like for a first time in, in ever in my life that the Suns were that wall. They were the ones that nobody was going to be able to get through. Mm-hmm. As as Walter White says in the best show of all time. Breaking Bad. Yes, I am the one who knocks. He's like, he's like, I'm not the one who's on the other end. I'm the one who knocks. And I thought we were the one who knocked for fucking, oh God, for 14 wins. Do you no longer think we're the ones who knock? I still do, but I'm trying to explain why last season hurt so much. The late, the the you know the the Spurs were the ones who knocked. They were the ones you had to get through. Um, they were the kingpin. They were. I mean, you can use any analogy you want. And I, I and for a split second there, I thought the Suns were that wall, and nobody was going to fucking get past this dude. We were. It was done. We we had it, and uh, and then we didn't. So that's why last season it hurt so much for me. I'm sorry to bring it up, but hey, Dan, it's going to be okay. We good. We good. Um, so we got uh, some back-to-back, well, kind of a back-to-back. Can you call it a back? It's not a back-to-back. We have two games in a row with a day off against Dallas here coming up. Um, somebody's not playing tomorrow. Did you hear that today? Oh, that's right. Wonder Boy's not playing, huh? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't want to play either because, I mean, you know what happens when he plays against the Suns. He just he doesn't want another personal L against D.A., and I, I wouldn't want it either if I were him. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I'll be honest, I haven't seen much of Mavericks basketball. I know he had a game winner against, like, the Celtics, and people were jerking him off for a while. And But I, I heard a, a lot I of sex to... stuff going on out there in, in the NBA world. It's crazy. I mean, it happens. Yeah. Um, it's 2021. Why not? But, you know, I, I, you know, I, I haven't seen much of him play um, and all that, but I did see that uh, 
I was listening to Simmons the other day, and he was talking about they're going over like MVP, early MVP favorites, and what everybody, and they're like, they brought up Luca, and they're like, no, he was like, no, he just, I don't think he cares because he like came in out of shape again, and that's like three years in a row. So apparently, Luca was fat at the beginning of the season, or just not in shape, and he's felt he's been kind of trying to play himself into shape. So I mean, they have a decent record. They're what nine and five. Nine, nine and four, four, something like that. Yeah, they're just one so, game behind us in the three seed right now. I mean, it's fine. They can, they can, they can win all the games they want, but they're not going. They're never going to win a championship the way they're constructed. It's just like that. I don't, I don't know how they went from last season getting losing in the first round, and then they went to the off season and said, "You know what, guys? I think we're all right. Let's run it back." <laughs> Whoa, let's go. You know, I'm going to say this because. I don't, I don't know why I'm going to say. It. I'm just going to say it. I don't think Luke, Luca's never going to win a title. I don't think he's ever going to win a title in the NBA. He just oh, comes yeah. across. He comes across as one of those guys that's just a team killer. Like, I don't you get the feel? Like, doesn't doesn't Z- Porzingis hate him? Yeah, like, they, they said they the patched country? it up. Yeah, they but not, I mean, they're not from the same country. Are they not? But, just, no. They're both European. Isn't that the same thing? No. No bunch of europeans out there very very offended right now i actually think that's part of their beef because he's in oh really like, oh he's maybe, from because maybe, maybe, maybe 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 i was thinking the exact opposite uh yeah i, I don't what is it what is it lot latvia what is fucking where's Perzingis from where are latvian people from latvia right <laughs> sounds right to me right that's what i'm saying sounds right but that's where he's from oh and he's uh, slovenian right and he's Slovenian, so I, I don't, I, I can neither deny, I can either confirm nor deny this, but I think that's part of their, their peak. Um, so yeah, man, I don't, that's a weird team, and I agree with you there, I don't think he's ever going to win title, but according to Mr. Gerald Borgate over at PHNX, he's going to win multiple <laughs> titles and MVPs, according to him. Oh, I bet they appreciate the plug, though. People don't yeah, forget. No, I, I just, Yeah. You know, I, I I will say this, though. I feel like this might actually be the first time, and perhaps this goes back to what I was talking about and the the hope and the belief that I still have in this team. But I think this might have been the first time I've actually said his real name on this podcast. I've always called him 77. I just never felt inclined. I couldn't say his name. I, I, did you, right? Like, and here I just let it go. Here's, See? Here's the, you I know why? I because feel- we're knocking, baby. Here's the thing. After last I love season, that. I'm going to keep saying that shit all the time now. After last season, that that's a dead argument, man. I mean, how can you argue otherwise? Like you can say, "Oh, well, Luke is better." Okay, great, but you're still going to tell me that the Suns made the wrong pick? <laughs> I don't know. Well, like you, I do. <laughs> And I we we don't need to get into this because we've no, gotten into this probably gotten into this years ago literally, um, but like if if Luca was if the Suns draft Luca we would just be the Mavs here now because I don't think Book would be here you know fucking CP wanted to come here I mean we would be stuck middling and I mean I guess maybe we'd still have some you know hope expectation belief but. It would be fake. It wouldn't be as beautiful and natural and as vibrant as the hope and expectations and belief we have now. Right, Daniel? That's right. Yep. You got it, buddy. Anything so, else you want to cover here, man? Oh, yeah, obviously there is. You, I just talked right over yourself. Go. 
So I got to say, man, how happy, how fucking happy are you that DA decided to end his protest early and just come back and play for the Suns? I was really worried that he was going to protest all season. (laughs) Dude, I, I... Look, man, the situation is what it is. It's shitty. I believe the investigation started today. I think the law firm got here today and started interviews. I That's what I hear on the streets. But Wait, the th- I saw that all over Twitter and nowhere else. Yeah. I heard it from Dan Bakley, actually. It's so. it's everywhere. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Now, they, they, did, they did like kind of their introductory thing where they explained the investigation one thing that i thought was kind of interesting actually from like not to not to interject on your point here but i will really quickly uh was that they they said that anybody who wanted to remain confidential in the final report could which i mean having done those before i'm not i I, I, you know i'm not going to get into it go on dan i don't want to get into it (laughs) um but yeah man the people dude there's a lot i mean i love myself a good conspiracy theory right they're all right. fun, you know. Tupac's still alive, you know. Fucking Elvis. JFK is, Jr. is going to announce that he's going to run with run for uh, president Donald in twenty twenty four. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. It's, it's, Normal stuff like that. You know, shit like that. But DeAndre Ayton did not sit out because of the Robert Sarver thing. Again, we we said it before. I don't think the leadership the the leadership the leadership <laughs> that's literally the opposite. But the leadership of this team wasn't going to allow something like a thought like that to enter DA's head. Had he decided that I'm pretty sure he would have said something. He's not going to protest in silence. I just don't see that from DA. Um, he seems like a team first guy. So when people started saying that, I was like, Jesus Christ, man, can we stop so that theory to rest? And I'm pretty sure DA also didn't say, Oh, Stephen A. Thank you for telling me that uh, Jalen Rose didn't mean that. Now I can go back to playing basketball. Because that's yeah. Is is, is Jalen Rose <laughs> back in the states yet, so he can apologize for making up random shit? Like, yeah, that's <laughs> that's a that's terrible, man. And you know, I I'm all for the Robert Sarver, you know, slander, but don't don't. That's 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 a very serious allegation, man. That you can't just throw out there like that. That's terrible. Right, right. No, and and you know, I'm listening right now really quickly to Aiton's quote because Dwayne Rankin asked him about it. Um, and I'm going to keep talking like this as I'm waiting for it to get him. So Aiton basically just said, <laughs> that was interesting actually, because Dwayne Rankin asked him, he said, you know, Jalen Rose said this. Right, I guess I could have, but I, I, I don't know if I would have been able to hear it then because I was playing on my phone. But anyway, uh, Dwayne Rakin basically asked him, you know, did you hear about the, you know, Jalen Rose saying that Robert Sarver called you the lazy N-word and then saying, basically, ESPN saying it was a mistake and he didn't mean to say it. And DA said, I don't really follow social media, so I didn't really <laughs> hear any of that. And I'm like, hmm, okay, okay. But then Rankin kind of continued, like, how do you digest that? And, and Aiton basically, I can block it out. Like, and that's the answer that you expect to hear from from him. And to your point, Dan, and, and we talked about this last week, so we don't need to beat a dead horse here, but if, if he was going to protest, there's no point in, in, in the son saying he's out with an injury and him not saying he's sitting out because he's protesting. There's certainly no point in him saying, oh, I didn't even hear about it. So, you know, that's a, you know him saying what he wants to say just to avoid 
having to talk about, which is completely understandable. But if it was a protest, obviously there was a perfect opportunity for him to speak up. And why would he not? So we can put that to rest. Yes. Let's put it to rest. Yeah, I hope so. See, fuck this that, is the thing. Fuck that theory. <laughs> why are you trying to ruin my thing? Man? Sorry. I'm sorry. That's okay. I'm just, trying, I'm, I'm just trying to like do a little spin, spin off. Sorry, but love you okay. too. Man. It's all good. Okay. Um, yeah, dude. But you know what? I this is part of why I kind of like not being on Twitter because I don't have to hear people fucking keep saying that shit. And I'm like, ah. And you know what? If if it was, even <laughs> if it was that, if it was, it was a terrible protest because now he's playing again. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, no, and 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 playing well, dude. I, I I love I love that he's back. I mean, I've I've obviously he was fantastic a, a, last night. Yeah, he like you said, kept the Suns in the game when things weren't going great, and then our closers did exactly what closers are supposed to do, right? They closed, dude. That did you, the the. the uh, let's talk what really quickly about about. I was going to talk about uh, book pump faking uh, uh, Anthony. Edwards last night oh, and oh. just oh my god dude like I've never I don't know I've seen somebody fly by so aggressively and flail so much in doing so it was hilarious I was going to talk about yeah. that but that made me think Edwards about, Edwards got got twice because when CP3 was on the fast break oh, he didn't right. get a lot of play because he missed the shot and I was really hoping it would go in but he did that whole like he was faking like he was going to throw behind him and then went through his legs Oh, and man, and but he almost almost like he intercepted his own pass to because he was pretending like he was he was faking a pass to was it Nader behind him? Yeah, and he just or maybe Landry, legs. one of the two, and and yeah, yeah and yeah. Edwards Edwards he lunged bit, for yeah. the steal, <laughs> and and yeah, that was that was sick. But let's talk about the night before that nutmeg. Oh. You know, nutmegs don't really. Especially on big guys, they don't impress me that much. It was great really? to see. Don't get me wrong, but the, being a big dude myself and playing against like smaller guys and shit, like, yeah, dude, it's really easy. Especially if you're trying to hold your position for somebody to just like throw the ball between your legs when you're not expecting it. But I feel like is maybe I'm maybe well, I'm wrong. Your, your, but... your hands are playing the passing lane, and if your legs are spread, like it's yeah, it's gonna happen. But but maybe I'm wrong. I feel like. When you see a nutmeg, particularly in the NBA, it's more more often like a pass as opposed to a one on one move. Yeah, one thousand percent. Yeah, so th- I think that was the part that was like, holy shit, did he really just do that? Because it wasn't like, oh, he nutmegged him and passed a book on a layup, you know, cutting for a layup. It was he nutmegged him to himself in a crossover and then hit that fade. Dude, that was one of the most like just. First of first of all, awesome things I've ever seen, and second of all, just like God, dude, that's got to be soul crushing for that guy, right? I mean, yeah, I don't even know who it was. It was a rookie, I know that much, right? Yeah, uh, but anyway, Duaba or Guaba, it's, it, it's 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 funny though because you see Chris Paul do like his little like dribble trick sometimes, and and every now and then you're like, all right, dude, like come on, like you, you know, like it's unnecessary here, but. And you see why he does it. You're like, okay, well, keeps him in his flow and he does shit like that. Yeah, uh, you, you can't complain. All right, my friend. Anything else you want to cover on this episode before we wrap it up? No, man. Other than it's really fun to fucking watch the Suns again. Um, no Luka Doncic tomorrow for 
Dallas. So hopefully the Suns don't fall into that trap and they take care of business like they've been taking care of business. And then Friday, I'm, I'm sure he'll be back Friday because NBA can't have him missing two ESPN games. So I'm sure he'll be back Friday. And then Denver on Saturday, man. Sunday. Second out of a back-to-back. Sunday, Sunday, Denver. Uh-huh. They got they got Denver and San Antonio back to back Sunday Monday. Oh, okay, okay. Well, then I was wrong. <laughs> so speaking that. of which, Dan, let's 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 talk about those games and 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 make some calls on who's who's going to come out on top, right? It's just two of us here today, so we don't have a tiebreaker, so we better agree. So what do you say about the Dallas game first of all? Uh, Tomorrow night, tonight, once you, once this hits the uh, proverbial airwaves, because they're not really airwaves, right? I mean, it, the, 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 the pod forms. The pod um, forms. Thank you. Well done. Proud of you. They, um, they're not losing tonight, tomorrow, Thursday, Friday. Anytime they play the Mavericks, I'm, I'm picking a win. They okay. I'll roll with that. I'll roll with two W's right there. So if Wednesday, Friday, win-win against the Mavs. Then we got Sunday, as we said, Denver here in Phoenix at home. What do you say there, my friend? Does the win streak hit 12 at Denver? I'm going to say the win streak does hit 12 at Denver. The win streak hits 12 at Denver. Well, you know me. I'm not one to pick an L, so I'll go ahead and say the win streak indeed does hit 12 at Denver, which will bring us then to the second night of that back-to-back at San Antonio. Oh, the the former knockers. <laughs> Uh, that reminds me of that reminds me of like uh, uh, married with children <laughs> knockers. knockers. <laughs> anyway, um, lucky former number knockers. Thir- lucky, lucky number thirteen will not take place. So I'm, I think that's where the win streak ends. Um, Pop always has something up his sleeve. The the Spurs have been playing pretty decently this season, and. There's just something about the Spurs. They're, they're good. The Suns are good for one or two losses against them every fucking year. I mean, we saw it last season when they blew them out, like on a random Saturday night. I think that's going to be the case, and it's going to—I mean, it's going to be the second night of a back-to-back. So it's—it's—they're it, not going to be able to overcome that one because, unlike the Timberwolves, I don't think the Spurs are poorly coached, obviously. I'm going to have to, uh, I mean, I'm going to agree with you. Um, I'll go with my head and not my heart here because I will, of course, never pick a loss. But logically, everything sets up for that to be the end of this fantastic winning streak, right? Like you said, the second night of a back-to-back, it's not a home-and-home back-to-back. It's a home-and-away back-to-back, so they have to travel. It's against the Spurs, the knockers. I'm going to call them that from now on. The, the former knockers. knockers, the former knockers, the Spurs. Um, and yeah, I mean, the, the the fact that they're also on a very long winning streak, I mean, just seems like, like I said, it sets up for that to be the end of it. So we'll go ahead and we'll say, hey, yeah. and nothing wrong. No, no shame in being 13 and four either. So. No kidding. And and that will, you know, when this win streak extends to 12, Daniel, that will be the fourth longest winning streak in Suns history. Standing alone. Standing alone. Standing alone. 
What's uh, what's the uh, record the Suns have? Is it 19? I was going to ask you if you knew that. It is not 19, but you're close. You want to try another one? Try another guess? You're a little high. I was going to say 18. You're still a little high. 17. Oh, you did it. Good job. It only took three guesses. It's not too bad. 17 wins in a row back in... Oh, oh, 304? 07 season from December 29th through January... 28th they won 17 games in a row so just for fun just for fun to get to 18 who would they have to be who would they have had to be yeah so san antonio's 13 oh for the suns this team this team this team okay sorry i thought you meant back then i'm like oh Oh, and now but now i'm kind of interested to see how they lost that so i'll tell you who that who we would have to be to get there and then as you think about that i'll look that up how about that look at that teamwork all right um hold on i lost okay so we said denver is 12 san antonio would be 13 yep at cleveland Okay. 14. 14. At at New York, 15. Okay, 15. At Brooklyn. Ooh, would that's be 16. Top. 16. At or excuse me, home against Golden State would be number Ooh. 17. <laughs> All right. And then the potential to break the record with number 18 would be Thursday, December 2nd versus the Detroit Pistons. Oh, dude. Could you imagine if they got there and they lost to the Pistons? I mean, that sounds very familiar, doesn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah, it really does. We, here we are for the taking. Two easy wins. One against the Pistons. Nope. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Um, and I did not look it up because <laughs> I was obviously talking as we were going through that. So yeah. I don't know. No, I, but I, don't I know think, who 2016 so. would have had to be. Yeah, I think if it if they could have gotten past, if they could get past the Spurs, I mean, none of these. I guess you can't guarantee any of these wins, of course. But like, because to me, I look at like fifteen with the with the uh, fucking Nets, and I'm like, that's tough. And then sixteen and then seventeen is the Warriors. I mean, those are those are two like tough games. But I could totally see them like winning all these games and then losing to the fucking Pistons for number eighteen. So at like on like a buzzer beater. In some like yeah, horrifically I'm, I'm, heartbreaking or just, way, just something stupid that just happens in the game. Like Javale so, McGee decides to like dribble it down the court and does his a shack and a fool shit, and then, like <laughs> you know flails about, like, falls yeah. everywhere. Yeah, that was hilarious. That was um, great. that 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 uh 06 team. Their uh, the end of their 17 game winning streak was to the. Minnesota Timberwolves. Was that that was they pre Garnett, or I mean pre Garnett trade or post Garnett trade? That would have been pre, right? Pre, Kevin right, Garnett so had quite the game that night. I'm 44, sure he did. Forty-four and eleven. Did he punch anybody in the balls that day? I do not see that in the box score, unfortunately. Oh, okay, Channing Ch- Channing know, Fry must have not been on that team. All right, you ready? Who led the Suns in scoring that night? I'll give you two guesses. And Channing Fry was not on the team, so if that helps. No, I know he wasn't. Was it? No, he wasn't on the team yet. Son of a bitch, this is tough. Was it Rajah Bell? It was. Wow. (laughs) Good job. 
I thought that would be a little tricky, but maybe the fact that I asked you, you're like, it's not going to be a normal guy that I would expect to say. Um, Raja Bell at 26 points that night. So in case you were wondering what Raja Bell did on a random January in 2007 against the Minnesota Tw- Timberwolves, ladies and gentlemen, there it is. And what do you or say? I think the, that. Or against the ahead. Twins, either way. Did I, did I say Twins? You were about to, and then you stopped. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, wait, did I? Unless you were going to say did. the Minnesota Twinkies, Timberwolves. Think, uh, that too. That's how Paul says it when he's sweepy. He says the Timberwolves. <laughs> he was sweepy. He was On actually that. mad because his inner went wouldn't work. <laughs> he was very mad, like very aggressive in those text messages, right? Yeah. Like I felt, I felt attacked. Did you feel attacked? Nah. Okay. I'm sure he feels attacked when I text shit to the group chat. So I, I, I feel like we, I feel like we all feel attacked every time you say anything, pretty much. Well, you know, maybe you guys should get over it. I don't know. <laughs> God, stop it. Okay. I feel like on that note, we can wrap up this episode of Fan of Flames. What do you say, dude? Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's go ahead and wrap that up. You can wrap that up. Wrap it. You wrap, wrap it, up. it up. You you lock it up. You lock, lock it up. up. <laughs> lock it up. <laughs> Great movie. See if we can agree on. Let's Great let's end movie. this episode on us agreeing on a movie. Wedding Crashers is a great movie. One of the best of all time. One of the one of the best comedies of all time. Number one though. Number one comedy of all time. One, two, three. Forty year old version. Tommy Boy. Oh. Oh, hey, that's a good one too, though. Okay, Whew. I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna dispute d- dispute me. Well, yeah, dispute my conclusion. Four year old virgin is hilarious. It is a great old, movie. Still holds up. By those the way. those guys are cool. It's gonna be fine. Those guys are cool. <laughs> oh, it's, it's gonna, gonna be bad. bad. <laughs> and on that positive agreeing note, let's wrap up this episode of Fanning Flames. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at so says J Daniel. Is not on Twitter. He will be soon at D Duarte eighty seven. I've remembered uh, your Twitter. No, now. that is Finally. not my. Actually, eighty nine. Not my Twitter handle. Nope, nope. You said eighty seven. That actually, <laughs> neither one of those are my Twitter handles because really? I don't I've have been, a Twitter handle right now. I feel like I've been tweeting at somebody random. Then you um, recognizes it. Is it eighty nine? <laughs> you can follow Buffalo Trace Whiskey at buffalo trace on twitter and you can follow paul once his internet is working again he'll, he'll see it uh at on saturday Show. on saturday hopefully fingers crossed you you do your thing century link you do your thing and the pod is at fan the flames nba and until next time thank you for listening and depending on when you're listening have yourself a good morning good afternoon or good evening Let let's go, go.